Welcome to Code Talk, the podcast where we discuss building code and its impact on residents and business owners right here in Fairfax County. The Virginia Uniform Statewide Building Code, also known as the VUSBC, establishes the minimum safety requirements for buildings and structures, as well as the administrative process and procedures for enforcing the code. The administrative provisions are significant in the construction and permit process. Now, to give us more information on the administrative code, we have with us today Debbie McMahon, the Building Permits Project Manager with Land Development Services. Debbie, thanks for being on Code Talk. Thank you for asking me. Oh, I'm glad to have you here to talk to us and explain to me and, and all of our listeners about administrative code. So I guess the, the best place to start when we say administrative code, mm-hmm. what does that mean? What are we talking about? So we are talking about the Virginia Uniform Statewide Building Code, as you had mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. Um, this is basically where we get our purpose and scope of what we do. And basically, it's to protect all the citizens of the Commonwealth of Virginia. It also, um, enforcement activity, it also talks about permits, fees, um, when things would be required to get a permit, when things are exempt from the code in its entirety. It also talks about um, registered design professionals, minimum requirements for them, Mm. and in case something goes terribly wrong, we have to have enforcement activities such right. as staff work orders or violations. Okay. Well, I think the as as I kind of hit on the intro, kind of talked about that. It's the process and procedures, really. I mean, is that a good way to look at it? Yes. For, enf- would, for enforcing yes, the code. Yes, absolutely. Kind of gives at, an outline of what we can do. A very minimum, as oh, you had okay. indicated, it's mm-hmm, at a minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of there's a lot of leeway with the jurisdiction. Hmm. Um, where they can add to it, but at a minimum, they have to meet the administrative portion. Okay. Is that the case with with Fairfax County? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we go way well beyond the the minimum in in some regards? As an example, um, so on a permit application in the administrative portion of the code, there's only two things required, Hmm. the location and the description of work. However, in our jurisdiction and in most others, there's additional information that we require, such as the owner information, such as if there's a licensed contractor and their information. You may have to be required to have a mechanics lien agent, hmm. things like that that would also be required on our application, okay. but the code only requires two. Okay. The state <laughs> the, code. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm assuming that with land development services, your your job as building permits project manager is is really <laughs> heavily involved with the with all this and the, the administrative code, et cetera. Yes, absolutely. So in my job as the building permits project manager, I assist customers through the permitting process. Okay. Um, and to finally get them to occupancy, whether that be for a residential unit or whether that be for a new commercial building. Hmm. I know there's no such thing as a typical permit process, but just, you know, kind of walk us through maybe some of the steps, kind of what's involved, maybe just say for a residential project. So if we were talking about maybe a um, small addition to an existing residential home, um, if it was less than a thousand square foot footprint um, and it was only one story, that's Mm -hmm. probably the most simple process because Mm -hmm. those are typically issued same day. Um, So it would basically start with the customer coming in, um, filling out an application, 
Um, they would be required to bring construction documents, which would include a drawing of what they intended to do. They also need some sort of site-related plan, which is typically a house location plat for this type of structure, which every homeowner should have mm. at the time they go to settlement. Um, basically, it's a bird's eye view showing okay. where the structure right. is located. Um, and then basically they would either bring cash, check, or a credit card in order mm -hmm. to pay for permit. Um, but basically they would start off at the Customer Technical Support Center on the second floor. Um, the application would be reviewed, making sure it had the minimum submission requirements. And then it would be assigned a permit number. Um, and then they would go through numerous review agencies that are pretty much all located on the second floor. Mm -hmm. If everything is to code, um, and that includes not only the Uniform Statewide Building Code, but it also includes our local codes of the zoning ordinance. Okay. Um, if that's all in compliance, uh, then typically those permits would be issued the same day. Wow. And depending on when they came in, right. if they came in early in the morning, they could probably get that done in about an hour. Okay. Coming at lunch, but, it could be a little like right, three hours. Right. <laughs> so but come in at three thirty or four o'clock. Yeah, that's prob and then probably gonna not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Day, yeah. But that's that's on the very left side of the very, scale, I would say. Exactly. The beginning scale, so yeah. it can slide up to Absol much more complicated process. Absolutely. If you're talking about a, you know, one of the big things going on in the county currently are these mixed uses buildings, high rise with retail on the bottom, on a podium with a garage level. Um, those are much more complicated. Um, they're usually, you know, you have a lot of people involved. You have developers, owners of the property, you have architects, engineers, you have a general contractor, um, but there's a lot more of entities involved. Mm -hmm. You get into sprinkler systems at that mm -hmm. point. So you're ha having to reach out to the fire marshal's office. Um, there may be, you know, things you have to do up front as far as maybe getting something rezoned <clears throat> prior to even thinking about, you know, doing mm -hmm. this submission. Right. Um, so that becomes uh, a huge endeavor and it takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. We're talking about administrative code. We're talking about Virginia Uniform Statewide Building Code here with Debbie McMahon, Building Permits Project Manager from Land Development Services. We're on the Code Talk podcast. And when we're talking about administrative code, um, it, it, is it a dumb question to, to ask what does it govern? I mean – no, it's not a dumb question. Okay, I mean, it seemed like a broad, <laughs> broad question. I, so. Well, it is broad. There's, there's numerous ca categories it covers. That chapter one is okay. how we also refer to it. Um, but basically, it talks about like a, the, you know, what the purpose and scope is of what we do. Talks about permits. Talks about fees. Talks about inspections. Um, talks about you know how to do enforcement activity. Um, just minimum requirements that the state of Virginia has indicated in the VUSBC that we must meet. Mm -hmm. um, there, As I said earlier, there is a little leeway where in, a lot of times you can go above and beyond, but you have to meet the minimums. Okay. So how does Fairfax County, um, you, you kind of walk through a little bit, you know, about the review process, making sure that everything's mm -hmm. covered. Mm -hmm. But then the, um, I guess the 
enforcement of it? How, how, how does the county enforce the, the code? So in, in numerous ways, um, at each, as um, the permit technician is usually the first uh, person uh, who has the face-to-face with the mm-hmm. customer. Um, they are a technical assistant to the building official. Um, they're checking for all the minimum submission requirements and, and checking the administrative code to make sure that the person is required to get a permit mm-hmm. and then also indicating whether there's going to be additional permits required for other work that they may see. Okay. Um, then going to um, the building plan reviewer, again, another code, a technical assistant. They're going to make sure that all the plans at least meet the code. And then um, the inspector, they're mm-hmm. going to be our eyes out in the mm-hmm. on the job site mm-hmm. to make sure that whatever we approved on the plan and whatever was issued on that permit right. matches what's happening out Actually in the field. Done, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we do that every day, all day with different varieties of technical assistants. Um, and as far as, you know, the minimum inspections, that are required it de- is dependent on the project right but yeah. for the addition that we talked about briefly so typically on a building permit you're going to have three basic and ins- maybe four basic inspections you're going to have a footing inspection which is after you dig the hole <laughs> and before you pour in the concrete mm-hmm. um, then if there's a slab you'd have a concrete mm-hmm. slab inspection mm-hmm. um, and then you can have a wall and a framing inspection and then ultimately you have a final inspection, and that's all part of what we do here to make sure that the structures are safe mm-hmm. and they can be occupied. Okay. And so these, all of these things are going on with numerous projects, but they're going on throughout the process so that hopefully everything, you know, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed as we're going so that we're not finding a problem two weeks down the road, three months down the road, that we have to go back and undo a bunch of other stuff. Correct. That's that's the goal. That's yeah. what it, So a lot of times people sometimes don't realize um, when they need a permit. Mm. So we always um, try and do an outreach for homeowners associations, things like that. Um, so they're aware that at the very least, give us a call and let us talk to you about it. Right. So we make sure that we can start on the right foot versus having to try and figure out something after something's right. been built without a permit. I know a lot of folks will be like, well, gosh, I, re- I don't really want to call them because they might tell me I have to get one and, you know, I don't have to do that. But it's going to be you're going to be a whole lot better off just calling and find out whether you do or you don't. And right. our and mission is to keep people safe. <clears throat> that That's and we have to make sure that the structures yeah. that these people are occupying are safe. That yeah. is our mission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give you a chance here to sell us and talk to us about administrative code. Why Why is it important? Why should we really care about this administrative code? So the administrative code is the foundation for the other 35 chapters hmm. of what they call the Virginia Construction Code. Mm-hmm. Um, it also assists homeowners and contractors in not having different requirements as they go from one jurisdiction to another. Hmm. Um, So I try and explain it. It's like an umbrella, Hmm. hence the word uniformed. Um, However, um, there are different building officials underneath that umbrella. But for the most part, the minimum requirements everyone must meet. You may have subtle differences as you go through a city or a different jurisdiction, but for the most part, that's all the same, which is why they refer to it as a uniform. Hmm. 
And that is, again, to protect mm. the health and safety of the citizens. Keep everybody safe. Absolutely. All right. If we have piqued someone's interest and they want to access the code, um, is I guess, A, is it available to the public? Uh, the codes and standards are actually available on our website. Oh, okay. um, it's uh, www.fairfaxcounty.gov backslash land development backslash codes and standards. And not only is the Virginia Uniform Statewide Building Codes available there, um, but all the associated codes to include the zoning ordinance and the public facilities manual if anyone ever needed to look at that. Hmm. Okay. So let me make sure I got this right. Fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash code and standards. Mm-hmm. And does that have hyphens in it or is that just, just all one? Just, just, just code? the backslash. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just yep. co- codes and standards. Yep. Okay. Fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash codes and standards if you have any interest or you need to uh, get more information on this. And I was curious as we were talking, Debbie, how, how did you get into this line of work? How did the uh, codes and, and building codes and everything become such an interest for you? Um, it happened about 27 years ago. Yeah. Um, I actually uh, started off in the county um, assisting as an engineering aide um, with what was critical structures. Critical structures mm-hmm. inspectors are uh, building inspectors who deal with those high-rise buildings as commercial structures. Um, and then I actually started as a permit technician and worked my way up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the chief of permits for 12 years. Wow. Uh, prior to my current position as uh, a building permits project manager, um, I also actually uh, teach for Department of Housing and Community Development. That's the state organization that regulates. Wow. Um, and then I also teach uh, DPOR, which is Department of Professional and Occupational Regulations for the contractors. Wow. Um, so um, I am very passionate about mm-hmm. the codes, and I love teaching, and I just I feel very strongly about mm-hmm. it, okay. and I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, as you said uh, several times during the podcast, it really is the, the backbone, if you will, of making sure that, that every resident or visitor, really, mm-hmm. in Fairfax Absolutely. County is, is safe. Absolutely. Yeah. That is our mission, yeah. and that's what we want to make sure happens. Yeah, okay. And it's one of those things that if – people don't hear anything going on, that means we're doing a really good job. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so yeah. that's how you have to kind of think about it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, as Debbie said, if you want to uh, see the codes, you get more information, fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash codes and standards. Any final thing you want to throw in? Anything I haven't asked your final thought for me? I would just say for anyone who would be interested, don't hesitate to contact Land Development Services with any questions that you have or any concerns. Um, either we're always here to help. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. Okay. Well, since she said, if you want to reach the building division, you can call 703-631-5101 or email ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. So, Debbie, thanks for being with us on Code Talk. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Pleasure to have you and learn more about the Virginia Uniform Statewide Building Code and uh, Administrative Code here in Fairfax County. Thanks to you for listening. And if you want to, again, reach the building division, call 703-631-5101, email ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov, or find all the code you want at fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash codes and standards. Thanks for joining us on the Code Talk podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.